I hope this is the last day. I don't forget to take it off of there. Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry, which is sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. In the name of Jesus, I want to welcome everybody. Today is January 26, 20. 22 and i am sending out blessings to my adopted family i am an adopted auntie okay so and i have adopted nephews I have more nephews okay so to god be the glory to your beloved ethan sending love out to you little man and so i am lifting up my whole household i am lifting up your whole household i am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide in the name of jesus i am lifting up the martyr saints persecuted saints those shutting down those taken by men stealers those feeling weak weary and worn in the name of jesus i'm lifting you up yeah there we go there we go okay come on don't do it to me I'm lifting you up in the name of jesus i am lifting up children worldwide i am lifting up children worldwide i am lifting children worldwide in the name of jesus and i am lifting up the grateful those with all prayer and supplication with thanksgiving making their requests known not just for themselves for their household for their community for their churches worldwide in the name of jesus so yeah good afternoon to you lord i come to you I thank you, Lord, because you know, I really don't know. <laughs> so, Lord, I need you to show up, show out. I need you to divinely take over. Ooh, sit in the seat of my heart, Lord God. None of me, all of you, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I give you full access and permission and I acknowledge you as my head in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you bind up everything in spiritual realms, even in physical realms. That is just, I thank you. Because I know it's all for a reason and a purpose. And it's all working together for my good in the name of Jesus. So good afternoon. And I pray you prepare the hearts until the hearts to receive and ears to hear, eyes to see even to breathe in you, speaking, and Lord, just lifting our hands up to you in thanksgiving and worship and praise in Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. I'm praying all is well with you. Praying all is well with you. So I'm sent back to uh, resurrection today. So the resurrection from the dead. Um, and I got this word early this morning so in prayer so i should have just came on um this morning because now i'm just like okay wait how did i get it how did i get it so i was going on with by my business about my business and uh working on a project a book that i'm i'm working on 
And the word resurrection came. So I said, okay, I'm supposed to go on here. So I'm just going to allow God to have full reign, full reign, range and reign. Okay, so one thing um, I woke with this morning is what profits a man? What profits a man? What profits a man now? So the thing is, right? You ever met someone that's just really strong in their faith to a level of powerful, you know, powerful, not popular, but powerful, just, just powerful. I mean, they could be the little lady that, you know, just looks simple, but when she starts to speak the word of God and when she starts to praise and when she starts to pray or a he, um, powerful men of God. They're just powerful. And so that is, or it could be a whole church because they're all on one accord. They're all in agreement and just power going through because the head is, is dipped in the anointing. So the thing is, when you, when we come across people with that power, they have sacrificed and they have uh, self-inflicted death unto themselves. They have self-inflicted death unto themselves. And what I mean by that, you know, it's not the normal, you know, suicide or anything like that, but they crucified their own flesh. They have mortified their own flesh. They have sacrificed the most powerful people in the faith, the most powerful people in the faith, it's not just because of the gifting, but they have sacrificed. They have sacrificed for Christ. They are chasing in faith, my God. Ooh. They are bound, okay? They are bound by it. And because they understand. And when we, when we get bound, imprisoned with Jesus Christ, Paul, a prisoner, of our Lord Jesus Christ, a prisoner, is not the bars that you can see. It is the, it's the bound, being bound to the word of God, where Jesus, God the Father, literally becomes your life. And so we sacrifice. We sacrifice because we driven, we are led, we are chasing after God. And so when you, when you see someone walking in the dipping of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, they have crucified things in their life. It's beyond fasting. It could be family time. It could be, it could be whatever. It could be whatever, you know, they refrain from cursing, drinking. Whatever the case may be, those things that don't please the Lord, they are willing to release it. They're willing to release it. And many, they, you, you ever met somebody that you just knew they were just going to be this great person because you see the call on their life, but you can't figure out why they don't know or why they never really strive for it and that's really because they won't strive for it 
then it's a sacrifice. It's not just one that has to sacrifice and one that has to be crucified. We have to be crucified also. In order to resurrect, there has to be a death. And there's so many of us that don't want to die to ourselves. The majority of us. <laughs> I think none of us really want to. We have to get to that point. God has to put it into us to die to ourselves. You will find that the most literally powerful people in Christ, I'm not just talking about popular. Popular don't mean you're powerful. Pop popular don't mean you're powerful in Christ. You can have one of the biggest churches in the world and it doesn't mean it's full of power. Mm -mm. It's you're popular. And many times we're popular because there's no conviction. There's no conviction. There's no crucifixion. Because most of us don't run to crucifixion unless we're watching somebody else be crucified. We don't run to crucifixion if it's for us. If it's for us, we don't run for that crucifixion. But if we are watching somebody else be crucified, we'll run, we'll run to that. We're we are watching on TV or oh, did you see what oh did you see what happened to them? We'll make a movie out of it. Wrote a song about it, you know. And so, but when God said, okay, now. I need you to put that down. I need you to not do that. I need you not to go there. I need you to disconnect from them, there, or it. There's so many people that have the sonship available and yet they're still dead. They're still dead. There's many that may even believe heard the call, but they prefer to be dead. They prefer, may even talk the talk, may even look the part, but they prefer to be dead because they don't want to, they don't want to crucify. They don't want to uh, mortify the body, the deeds of the body. Don't want to give those lust up, those cravings, those addictions, those thoughts, those places, those friends, that family. They don't want to give it up. And so many prefer to be dead than to be resurrected. Many prefer to be dead than to be resurrected. And then those, the same people looking at somebody alive, like, oh, they ain't got to do all that. Uh, don't take advice somebody from somebody that won't go. <laughs> If they're not going, don't take advice from them. If they if they won't go, don't take advice from them now because there has to be a death. There has to be a death for there to be a resurrection. There has to be a death. I mean, it is like the saddest thing to, you know, watch or hear or be a part of and you, it's almost like you got to convince a person how good God is. And we really don't because the Lord said they have already experienced him. 
They, we all have seen him. Every man that comes into the world is lit by Jesus Christ. Okay. So it says in, um, ooh, mm. so it says here, right? In uh, Jesus, he says in verse 31, which goes on, which is beautiful because in order to be trans, be transformed, we can't be conformed. And when I looked that up, conform is to actually mimic something or want to become it. And so when we look at ourselves, do we see Christ or do we see the world? When we hearing what we're saying, or even the thoughts in our heart. Now, those, I don't, you know, but those, when we, when we hearing our inner, are we willing to shut that mouth or just entertain it? When we, like, you know, the one thing I wonder, the person that walked with um, Judas, did they notice something about Judas that just wasn't, just wasn't there. Just wasn't like this. You know, I know, I know he walking with us, but there's just something not right about Judas. Did they notice that? You know, it's it's like being around somebody, even a, a saint, you just like, wait a minute, I mean, I know we are peculiar, but there's just something not going all the way around. Something, and so it's 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 not that we don't hear it a lot of time or even see it. But then if I call you out and and I still got that bean and you can see my bean, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because then I gotta deal with that bean. And if I don't wanna die to myself, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I was think I was thinking about this. I was watching a, a commercial for a movie, and I think it's supposed to be a Christian movie. I think it's supposed to be a Christian movie because you know it's a, they go into the church and stuff, and they keep saying, you know, give it to God, trust God, trust God, trust God, but they don't mention the name of Jesus. So I'm like, okay, I I think this is supposed to be a Christian movie, but how can it be Christian without Christ? A, a, some people, a rock is their God. Some people, a statue is their God. Some people, a broom might be their God. Some people, their spouse might be their God, their husband or their wife. Some people, children might be their gods. I mean, some people, their own self might be their God. So just because a person say God, doesn't mean they're talking about the father of Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean that. So here it says, um, that's what I was talking about. In order to, uh, we have to resurrect. And in order to get to that point of being transformed, things have to die. And in order to be transfigured, we first have to be transformed. So transform means there's things that 
can't stay the same. Hey, Michigan, table up, sit, girl, don't start no mess now, because you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so things have to send in love out to you, sis. Grace, peace, and blessings be multiplied to you and your household, woman of God. So, in, 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 yeah, this is good. The thing is, you don't know. Oh, don't start. Yes, yes. I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement with you. I am in agreement with you, sis. Because I'm a witness. I'm in agreement with you. So the thing, right? And 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 this is a good point. We don't know what it requires to be transformed in Christ. Because think about it. God sent his only begotten, only begotten son, knowing he was going to be crucified, knowing that. Jesus came knowing the assignment. Now, many of us might have been in heaven and be like, uh, get Brother John over there because, man, he don't mind dying. <laughs> you know, and we don't know. It could be it could be walking away from your whole household like Abraham. It could be having to go stand before Pharaoh. It could be having to go stand before the king that has not given you permission to come. It could be anything. You know, it could be walking around naked for three years like Isaiah. It could be not being able to be married with children like Jeremiah. We don't know what the crucifixion in order to be resurrected look like. We don't know. But when we look at the more, the, the, the ones that's powerful, it could be the most quiet person. And when they open their mouth, it's nothing but fire coming out of their mouth. And it's just like, when you look at their life, they may not have many family members coming to see them. They may not. They may not even always look like the most happy people because you have to be broken. And in order for something to, to be dead or mortified, you know it has to be an intentional kill. We have to kill it ourselves. So that's why I say a self-inflicted death. For the most powerful people, a self-inflicted death. Are you willing to wake up in the middle of the night, 3, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m., and get on your knees and pray for the world? Pray for the body. Pray for Israel. Pray for people that hate you. You got to pray for them because you know their soul is lost. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to praise God even in front of people and they all think you're crazy? But you're praising him because you know you believe what he is going to do. You're praising him for what he is doing. And you're praising him for what he has already done. And you don't, you don't care. You don't care. Are you willing to lose your job? Are you willing to lose your job? Because they tell you, you got to work on Sunday. And you tell them, no, because I worship the Lord on the Sabbath. Are you willing? What is it? What is that crucifixion? We don't know. Because before we receive Christ, we think we are right. It's when we're brought to our knees that we really want to receive him. Okay, and that thing that's bringing us to our knees don't mean we want to get rid of it. We want God to fix it. It don't mean we, we want to get rid of it. We want God to fix it 
But there's things God is not going to fix because it's not his perfect will. So then you have to intentionally kill it out of your life. And are we willing to do that? Are we willing to do that? Because the, um, I'm going to read this first. Because Hebrews 11 tells us the faith of some. They, they were willing to be sown asunder. They were willing to be ate by lions. I was thinking about the young lady, and I don't know why she came to me. I was thinking about the young lady that was in school so many years ago, and they asked who in here a Christian, and she was the only one. And they they just killed her, you know, right? And but she was willing. She was willing. She was willing to go all the way. To go all the way. To go, and there is another sister, and I forgot her name. Um, and it's like I could see her face when they were, and I don't know, but I, I can't say when they were because they might still be doing it. But kidnapping all those young girls in Nigeria and stuff, and she refused. She refused to give up her faith. She was the last person up until last year. She was still alive, I believe it was last year or twenty twenty, because I kept a check on on updates on her because they thought she was killed a while ago. But she refused to renounce. She refused. The other ones, a lot of them, there was another one they killed also, but um, a lot of them was released because they renounced their faith. Are you willing to go all the way? And and you know what? We don't always know until we're faced there. Because a lot, I live for Christ, die for Christ. Okay, so uh, you got to give up that that good paying job because God said you can't work on Sundays. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. God understand. I got to feed my family. <laughs> he understand. Okay, so you got to pay your tithes. You got to pay tithe and offering. Pay tithe and offering. But you're not going to have any spending money after you do this. Because it's only your tithe and your rent or your mortgage. Oh, no. God know. He knows what I need. He know I need gas for my car. He know I need. Yeah, he does. But he's our provider. Okay. So he gave us the car. That those that have one. He gave us the mortgage. Those that have one. He gave us the apartment for those that got to pay rent. Like God already knows if it don't even look like you have enough to pay your rent. Are you willing are you willing to go that when you when you ain't seen money in a long time and you get that first twenty dollars and God say okay give it back to me <laughs> I know that ain't God talking oh that's the devil the devil try no it's God it's God testing our heart and some people don't believe these things happen but they do they do God would never do that yes He will if He didn't sacrifice His own Son yes He will. Yes, he will. If he didn't receive Cain offering, why are we still trying to give a Cain offering and think we're going to resurrect? We're not. We're not. Why do we think we can give a Cain offering and resurrect with the Lord? Why do we think that? Why do we think that? I had so much ambition, okay? I had my whole thing mapped out. <laughs> I was going to be this by this age. I was going to be that. I was going to have this much money. I was going to have all these businesses. And that was my aim. And that's what I was aiming for. And that's what my life had looked like. And when God was telling me, no, get rid of this. Put your business down. Don't do this. You, 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 
get rid of all this. Oh, you're not. So guess what? You're just going to lose it anyway. You're going to move here. And I'm not going to tell you that once you move here, you're not going to be able to get a job because I'm going to block every door. <laughs> no. But are you willing? Are you willing? We can look at the faith of people and we can look at their walk and we can judge. And, and when God opened up those doors for them, we don't know what it took. We don't know what it took. We don't know how it felt for Abram before he became Abraham. We don't know. We don't know what that feel like. We don't know what it took for Job not to curse God. We don't know. We don't know what that took. We don't know what it took Noah being at his age to build an ark and knowing everybody was going to die that he was looking at, family members included, because the earth was full. So was his mama still alive? Was his daddy still alive? Was his cousins? Did he have brothers? Did he have nieces and nephews? What about the little children that was running around? What about his wife's family? What about his daughter-in-law's family? What about that? We don't, we don't know what it took. We don't. We don't know what it took. We don't. And it's, it's so easy to look. We don't. And even for those now, those now, you know how many people, I had this praying grandma, I had a praying grandma, or I had a praying grandfather, and sometimes grandma be on the porch crying. But she would never tell me because she, she may have had to release her children knowing. She may have had to, her mother might have renounced her or her father or her, yeah, persevering. No, but I'm going to tell you, the Lord is our strength. That is the only way we are not consumed. Like if we really get those verses, we're not consumed because of God. It's because of God, because our flesh won't do it for us. Our flesh won't do it for us. Our flesh, because if our flesh would do it for us, we wouldn't even be having these conversations. Everybody would be resurrected. Everybody would. Everybody be different. Everybody be changed. Everybody will look like Christ already. We'll already be talking it. We'll already be living it. We'll be rapture ready already. <laughs> we'll be rapture ready already. It. I mean, seriously. We would be rapture. We wouldn't be worried about no virus. We wouldn't be worried about men killing. We wouldn't be worried about no dogs, no bears, no nothing. If we were there. If we was there. It was, it's nothing but the grace of God. It's nothing but the grace of God. It's nothing but the grace and mercy and, and woo, the blood of Christ. It's nothing but it. Nothing but. Because even when you're going through spiritual warfare, I, I mean, even when you're going through spiritual warfare and you see demons and you hear demons and you facing demons and, and, and people don't know you're going through this. Nothing but the grace of God because they came to devour. They came to consume. You ever seen a person look like a demon? Because the demon has devoured them. The demon has consumed them. And it could be man, woman, or child. Children 
<laughs> you know, and so it's nothing but the grace of God. Nothing but. Oh, Lord Jesus. It says it here in verse 31 of Mark 8. And he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things. He must suffer many things. Like he's already telling them, listen, even children. Yeah. Even children, old people, young people, whom, whomsoever can be devoured, they devour. Hell going to be filled with men, women, ch children. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody think all the children going to heaven. Show me that in the scripture. It's not because God showed us it don't matter with Noah. All of them drowned because they wouldn't receive. He said the son of man was already in the earth. Everybody drowned but eight people and animals. There was more animals in, in the ark. There was more. We don't even know the number of the animals that was in the ark. But we know it was only eight people. We have to die. In order to resurrect, we have to mortify, we have to crucify. I'm telling you, there is no other way. We have to mortify, we have to crucify, we have to give up those things that we love, we have to give up our lust, we have to give up our desire. It may be the simple thing. If it offends God, you have to release it. If He is saying, do this, don't do this. Um, I know we don't want to think that, right? We don't want to think that, but it's true. And it's more and more each day because they get, it gets into their eye gates and their air gates. It gets, it, it's more now because it's getting easy because it's welcomed. When we, when we do social media and we doing all these games and, 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 and parents just, there's no such thing as. Oh, these children are, it's, that's no, that's no such thing. It's still the same children. It's the parenting that has changed. And so people are allowing their children to watch things and listen to things and sing things, listen to what's coming out of their mouth. Because when you're singing something or you're speaking something, it's already in your heart because what's in a man's heart, he speaks. So even those songs are already in the children's heart. Because they can sing it. I was someplace, I go play, I can still remember Sister Sledge now. Okay, this is the thing. See, you done got me off on another thing, right? No, it's not just evil parents. It's not. It is what we allow them to consume. There are some parents that did so well with their children, and yet we go left. I mean, my mother was trying to teach me, but yet I went left. <laughs> I went left because it's a disobedient, rebellious spirit. And it takes more, of, it starts with the parents, but then you need to know what they're being taught in school. You need to know, you need to fight laws that's being passed over children. You know, we, we have to watch these things. We have to be parents. We have to be parents. And so if if we, we put these responsibilities on other people, but we have to set the foundation. 
If you are of a Christian household, why are your children singing these songs? Why are your daughters dressing this way? Why are your sons? If you're the person buying the clothing, why are we allowing it? And yet we talk about the Lord and we know that stuff don't please God. We have to die to ourselves. I'm not trying to make no child happy. I'm trying to get them into the kingdom. And if that means they're going to cry, they're going to cry. If that means they're not going to have the same thing everybody else does, that means they're not going to have the same thing everybody else does. Me and even, and I'm going to be open. Me and my grandson, he was not allowed to bring those games to my house. He was not. So guess what? They won't let him come. Okay. But when he remember grandma, he know grandma love him. No, we're going to pray in this house. We gonna pray. When you come to grandma's house, you know you gonna learn, learn about the Bible. We gonna pray. All them other songs not get they not getting played in here. All that stuff on the internet not getting watched in here. It's not because I am concerned about your soul, and I know there's a call on your life because Jesus said all my children shall be saved, and so He comes from who, who came out of my womb, and so as long as He's connected, I have a right. I have a right. If you bring him to my house, he is going to come to a house that is trying to be holy in the Lord. So that's how it's going to go. So if you prefer that y'all not being here, I'm still praying. There's no boundary on my prayer. I'm praying for the parents too, because they're still the people training. So it's like, it. I mean, you got the world. And so I know I trained my children. I was in the world. So I'm just seeing the fruit of that. But now I'm a praying mother and now I'm a praying grandmother. So we have to stay encouraged. Even when we see the children, even if it's not your child, even if a child being evil towards you, you pray for that child. You pray for them parents. You pray for every teacher that come in contact with that child. You pray for that child when that child's walking down the street. You pray for that child when that child go to school. That they don't harm nobody. Nobody harms that child. Whether it's your child, whether Lord Jesus, whoever so it may be. So, Because somebody prayed for us. Somebody prayed for me. I did not get here on my own. I did not. I did not. Somebody prayed for me. Somebody might have sat on the porch, saw me one day, and they started running down with tears because they saw I was lost. I was held by and so now it's my job to come speak life, to come speak what people want to hear or they don't want to hear. If, if God's sitting in the air, you're going to get a seed and it's effectual and it's fervent because I'm not playing with this thing because no blood. I could wear all this red today, but ain't no blood going to be on my hands if I know better. If I know better, we have to die. I have to die. I have to die. If that means, if that means being up in the middle of the night on your knees crying, if that's your assignment, do the assignment with a good heart. Because you many days we're gonna be praying for people that's throwing the very stones. Many times we're gonna be praying for people that's putting the nail in our coffin or putting the nail on the cross because Jesus did that. He said, Father, forgive them. That's that's the most perfect prayer. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Because we don't, we don't. The very people, the very people, if they could take your life right now, still gotta pray for them. Still got because they lost. We all been lost. It's just different levels. 
It's different levels. It's just doesn't, but we've all been lost. We've all been unclean. We've all been lepers. We all have. It's just different levels. That's it. That's it. Our job, we have to die. It has to be. We have to die. We have to die. We have to die. We have to die to resurrect. So we have to do it now. We have to do it now. We have, I was talking to my adopted nephews last night and their mom was talking to my adopted nephew. They adopted me. And you know what? It ain't nothing but God's glory. Because when you got to sacrifice your family, guess what? He'll send another. We have to die daily. Sometimes it seems like minute by minute. It could be anything. It could be anything. One minute you you all all right and that lust or that desire be hitting that because it's a spiritual warfare. It's to get us distracted. It's to get us that we become oppressed, depressed. We become bound by whatever that warfare because the more you crucify and mortify, the higher the warfare, the higher the warfare. The more you study, that is one of the greatest crucifixions that any person confessing to be a Christian can do. The more you study that word, the more you study the word of God. I'm not talking about going to Google. I'm talking about have your Bible, open it, and you then set time aside to walk through the garden with God. I'm telling you it's warfare. It could be warfare when you in here saying, okay, so the word says, bam, there goes a hit from someplace. You have to, you have to, that's the greatest crucifixion. That's the greatest, because it's a double-edged sword. So he cutting stuff out, but he's making room for something else to come in. I mean, God is so good. What profits a man? What profits a man? He says in verse 34, and when he had called uh, uh, Mark 8, and when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, had called the people unto him and to the Lord and to the word of God, people are called to the word of God. People are called to the Lord Jesus, who is the word of God. We are being called. And so most people that come across my path, I know one of the, the, one of the top message I have to give people, read your word, study. Most people that come across my path, I have to tell them to study. I know God is sending them to, to let them know, study. Whether it's just a word, whether it's just the Lord is my shepherd, say it every day, study it, go to the Bible and don't act like you already know it. Don't act like you know it. Every day, pick up the Bible and read it. The Lord is my shepherd. Ponder on that thing. Tomorrow, the Lord is my shepherd. Ponder on that thing because I'm telling you there's revelation in it. Is revelation. And so the greatest way to crucify your flesh is to stay in the word of God. The highest level of warfare is to stay in the, <laughs> the word of God. Yes, it is. So it says, and he and, and when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God had called the people unto him with his disciples, the those that's following the word of God, those that's following Jesus Christ, his disciples. Also, he said unto them, the Lord Jesus, the word of God said unto them, whosoever will come after me, whosoever will come after the Lord Jesus, whosoever will come after the word of God. That means, that means whatever word he sent, that sent word in the, that have changed my life. That sent word that he sent, 
that means you got to do something about that sent word. Somebody going to watch this click off, but no matter what part you got, you got to do something about that sent word. So all you heard was crucify your flesh. You got to do something with that sent word. You got to do something with that. Because what? Either I'm the first person that told you or I'm the person confirming you need to crucify that flesh in the name of Jesus. So it says, whosoever will come after me, after the word, let him deny himself. Something needs to die. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Woo! And take up your cross. Crucifixion. Something got to die. Take up your cross and follow me. Follow what I'm saying. Follow my example. Follow me. What did David do? What did Esther do? What did, De what did Deborah do? How did Isaiah pray? How did Hupperbuck pray? What did Zacharias say to you? What, how did Paul come become Paul when he was first Saul? What happened? How did Samuel become one of the greatest priests? Follow me. I'm telling you how to do it. How did Hannah sacrifice? How did Hannah sacrifice? I'm telling you, follow me. What did Elizabeth do? What did Mary Magdalene do? What did Mary, the mother of Jesus, what did she do? How did she respond? How did she respond? Because it's all written. It's already there. The revelation of Jesus Christ is right. The kingdom of God is at hand, right at hand. So why you haven't died yet? Why haven't you died yet? So you can resurrect. Those that die with Christ, reign with Christ. So either you're going to reign or you're going to be reigned over. Ha! I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. What does it profit? What is your soul worth? What is your soul worth? A million dollars? Okay. So when a million dollars go, you don't have no soul. You don't have no eternal life. You don't have no resurrection. That man, that woman, that's what your soul worth? Okay, so what if you take them today and they die tomorrow? You don't have no soul. You don't have no resurrection. You don't have no eternal life. Nothing is worth my soul. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. But guess what? <laughs> I'm going to be with Christ. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I send the word of God to the people, girl. Girl, love you, lady. Love you, woman of God now. I'm telling you, stay on the path. I know it's a hard fight because I know you. <laughs> so I know it's a hard fight. But I'm telling you, stay on the path. Get closer. Keep getting closer. Keep getting closer. When he send you something that don't feel good, before you reject it, go to his feet and say, Lord, show me this thing. And when he show you, say, Lord, here am I. Help me to do it. In the name of Jesus. Love you, sis. Peace.